0: guys and welcome back to another episode of we believe Do you a paranormal podcast i'm michelle
1: and i'm eric
0: and today's episode is stories of high strangeness episode so we have um some creepy experiences to read to you but uh, i know that eric has a few things to share before we get started
1: yeah so well first of all let me just start off by saying that when i was um doing my typical palo santo right before i literally saw something kind of like float from where i was about to light the palo santo kind of float up like this Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh it seemed kind of like it was weird i I don't know if maybe it was like hair possibly but it almost looked like a little dot so it also might have been maybe
0: say it an orb
1: I maybe but it could have been a bug because i did have the window open it could have been like some hair because i do have cats um it just seemed really weird that when i started lighting the palo santo it just kind of like floated off of Mm. either the palo santo or me and like kind of went up and then i was having some issues with my computer so Um, yeah
0: it's true it's true i do actually i know that you have some stuff to say but I just remember that I wanted to ask you about something, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if you just want me to wait or if I should ask.
1: No, just ask me because now you fucking- no, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, I forgot.
1: No, no I'm this, just going to be thinking about it.
0: Oh, sorry. No, it's because like you were saying like, oh, I want to talk about this on the podcast kind of thing. And I was like, oh yeah, I have nothing that I want to talk about. And then it, I just remembered that I wanted it. And, and I'm pretty sure that we've already mentioned it and talked about it on the podcast, but- mm for whatever reason this memory is like in my brain again and you're the only other one that experienced it with me so yeah. i and, and you just have better you, memory
1: yeah before you continue if i'm sorry if you, you guys keep hearing like uh beeping and stuff in the background it's uh just the uh, our alarm system goes is like whenever we open doors like the back door of the garage door it beeps so you might be hearing that I just
0: no, wanted to throw that gonna, out there i don't think heard anything yet, but um, no, it had to do with those lights in the sky that we saw mm-hmm. when we were kids when we were kids, yeah, so i i I'm gonna just kind of for those of you who maybe just started listening or you haven't listened or maybe we haven't talked about it, but I'm like fairly certain no, yeah, right we okay, did. yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was just uh, from from what I remember, Grandma was like stopping off at like a convenience store like getting a pack of cigarettes or something, and yeah. we were in the car and i don't know who noticed it first or whatever but it was two lights in the sky yeah and they just kind of dancing around and this was daytime right it wasn't no it
1: was it was it was i remember it being dark okay it could have been like early evening we might have been like coming back from taekwondo or something yeah yeah but I, because... I know it was dark at least i remember it being a little bit darker
0: and uh, i mean i, I thinking about the only reasons why we would kind of be in the car together and like grandma driving us yeah it was usually she would be take either picking us up from school or yeah taking us to taekwondo and stuff like that but okay um Um, and and that's why i wanted to talk to you about it because i know that of the two of well really in our entire family you have the, the the best memory of everybody but I mean, like, it it was pretty fluid, right? Like, the way that they were dancing around. Like, it wasn't, like... um,
1: Like, fireworks or anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and just these, like, two glowing orbs just dancing around each other. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, the best way that I can describe it, honestly, is Tinkerbell from Peter Pan. Like, if you watch the cartoon, the way she flies around, just like that, and moves and kind of just, like spins about like kind of willy-nilly like just with effortless like just effortless and and just can change direction and stuff like that that's the way this thing was and it wasn't like it was making like sharp abrupt like yeah uh kind of movements it was flowing it was just kind of like it'd be going and then they would turn together and they would like spin around each other and they would just like it like it honestly looked like two fairies dancing around but the thing is it, it I don't – I can't really say that I would think that they were fairies because, I mean, unless it was just, you know, perspective, right? Like, it, yeah. it seemed like they were far away, but they weren't – they were a lot closer than maybe we thought. But yeah. they looked like they were high up in the sky.
0: Yeah. Kind
1: of
0: okay. On. Okay. Yeah. And, and that was going to be my my other kind of like, can you just remind me again sort of thing because I I distinctly remember them being like up in the sky. But mm-hmm. I know that we also described them as fairies and grandma saying – Oh, it's just two fairies, you know, trying to decide where to have lunch or whatever, and that's kind of how she blew it off. But it was like, mm-hmm. uh, no, this was well. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that I was gonna believe back in the day is gonna be UFOs versus fairies. I guess, yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know why that experience in particular has just been on my mind recently. And it was one of those like I don't want to forget it, and I don't want to forget the details. And I'm just glad mm-hmm. someone else had that experience with, with me to like help me remember or keep that in my mind. But I, I have yet to, because even when I see like quote unquote UFO videos and clips and stuff now, like they, they don't dance around like that. Yeah, right?
1: they don't look, it doesn't look, that's why, that's why I just don't know what it, because like, like honestly, like if you, if, if like I'm thinking, like I look back on it or I think back on it and it tinkerbell that's what it's exactly what Mm -hmm. i think of because it had a trail like they both had trails like of something like a comet right yeah like
0: how comets have tails sometimes Mm -hmm. but
1: and they were sparkling like they were sparkling like a like at least i remember it being like a sparkly yellow sparkly kind of color like it just sparkled like like i said just think tinkerbell and peter pan and that's what this looked like but it looked like it was two of them they were like and the, the reason we say dancing is because they were just kind of spinning around each other and just going in different directions. But again, it wasn't like zippy, like, like hard, uh, like sharp
0: angles sharp, or anything. Yeah. Like that.
1: It was like very flowy kind of like real round, real, very, um, circular, like patterns rather than sharp, uh, lines and patterns and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's the best way to describe it.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I- yeah, it's been in my mind and I'm like obsessing over it a little bit for some reason recently because – or maybe it's in my mind because I know that people – or the, the recent article has been saying this is actually going to be in the episode that we were wanting to record of like there, there's there been more like UFO reports and now it's kind of coming out that they're saying that not all of these are – could be like man-made or driven, mm-hmm. I guess. And this was like, okay, yeah, like that was the only thing that I was like, that's that's a UFO experience. But I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, that's I don't think it can be. It it didn't seem like I've never seen any sort of UFO video that looks like that. And so now I'm just like, okay, so what was that? What did we see? Oh, fuck. Maybe it was fairies, you know, but I.
1: And they were like, maybe they were just like literally over the ceiling or like the roof of the store. Yeah. But just because of what we were looking at, we thought that it was higher up in the sky. Like that's the only thing that I can think of. Like if it was some sort of like fairy or something,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: it, it's it was just like you know how in um, in Lord of the Rings where they have um, Gandalf sitting like in order to get that size perspective, like they had Gandalf oh. sitting closer and they had yeah. Frodo sitting further behind, so he looked like he was smaller than than Gandalf. Yeah, like that's the only thing that I can think of that. Like because they were so small, and like they were maybe, but and but they were probably closer than we actually perceived them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like maybe as children we don't have the same amount of spatial like awareness that we do That's as true. as adults. adults. So maybe they were closer than we thought they were. But I like I distinctly remember looking up into the sky yeah. and you know, like it, they seemed like they were farther away, like way up in in, in, in the in the sky. But I don't know. I mean, the only way we could do, like, would be to somehow go back in time and, you regression. Know, yeah.
0: Regression but, therapy.
1: I, uh, but I don't know. It,
0: uh, hmm.
1: I mean, it's definitely something. I don't think about it often, but it is something Something that, like, every once in a while, like, it'll just come, pop up in my head. And I'm just like, what? You know, what was what that? What was like,
0: that? Yeah. You know? Well, I'm having one of those, <laughs> like, what was that? But it's lasted yeah. about a week um but okay i just wanna i mean again if somebody is listening you're listening to this backwards or you haven't heard us talk about this experience before i mean i would definitely love to get some insight or if anybody has had
1: perspective on this
0: yeah or, or if something similar or if you are more familiar with the fae because i know that i vaguely kind of know but not really um I don't know what like Fey interactions are like. If, I know that they're they can be mischievous sometimes, um, and you have to be very respectful of them because they will fuck shit up. But I've I don't think I've ever heard of people talking about seeing them or what they look like. So yeah, I don't know. Just curious and felt like I needed to throw that out there again and just kind of ask you so that it stays fresh in my mind forever. <laughs> Until we figure out what it could have been or what it was. But yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. Well You can tell me what you wanted to tell me now. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Well, so a couple of things. Well, I, I do want to go over the the tour that, that I did take with Martin uh, a couple of weeks ago. But before we do, um, you guys remember obviously right that we talked about Deca Deca that was one of our uh oh yeah um, deep dives deep dives uh fairly recently well after that you know I I talked to my my nieces and stuff about it and you know they asked me you know because they they don't speak English and stuff they they understand a little bit but but not a whole lot so they didn't really listen to the episode but they asked me if we if I could give them like a breakdown or like a rundown of what Mm -hmm. we talked about so I did I told them, you know, what's it like, what, you know, the teke, teke is and, you know, like what you're supposed to do or say if you ever see her and stuff oh, like yeah. that, right? Uh-huh. So I don't know if you guys remember this uh, or Michelle, if you remember this, but one of the things that we mentioned was that she could come to you in your dreams,
0: mm-hmm. right? Do
1: you remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guess who just had a dream about a teke, teke?
0: Oh my God. we're gonna have to cancel the podcast
1: it was not me (laughs) it was uh valeria my my wife she uh she wakes up this morning and she's kind of laughing and she's like hey um so i just had a dream a nightmare actually and i was like okay and she was like and it was about a teke teke and she goes i saw it two times in my dream i was like holy shit it's like explain tell me what happened i said first of all did you remember what to say? And she was like, yes. And I did say <laughs> no, it. In really? the and I was like, all right. Really yeah, 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 yeah. Wow.
0: yeah I don't because, uh, remember. So shit, I got to go back. And
1: <laughs> well, the thing is, because again, when we were talking to our, our nieces about it and our nephew, they, uh, our, our niece, my nieces especially, they were like, what's the name again? And what's the name again? And what's the name? And what's the name? And so I kept repeating it, repeating it, repeating mm-hmm. it. And, and for me, like, I have to see something written down. Mm -hmm. uh for it for it to like stay in my memory Mm -hmm. so like uh i told her look write it down and look at it and read it and and it'll stick in your head i promise and and she said later on she told me she was like i i she goes i wrote it down and 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 i now remember it and so uh so i mean there was a lot of time we talked about it a lot after after i initially them we talked about it a lot we talked about the name a lot we were hip repeating the name and stuff like that and i told them i did mention to them that it could come up in your dream and stuff like that and and you know that that was like one of the ways that i mean if she asked you these questions you had to like answer answer this this in that way and uh but that if you know you did see her you had like you had to say her name or whatever and and that was like a way to like kind of get rid of her or whatever Mm -hmm. so um Valeria was telling me that she had a dream, and she like she explained the dream and how we were in uh this map from Call of Duty, and we were like at this party, and there was just some like a bunch of weird shit that was going on, and she said that she kind of saw this like little mass kind of in in the corner, mm-hmm. like you know, and then like I forgot what she said happened, and then she said that she ended up seeing it again, and it kind of came out, and she just started saying, "Kashima Reiko, Kashima Reiko, Kashima Reiko <laughs> and uh, you know uh then and 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 in the dream our our nieces and and stuff were there and apparently i was there and i was like oh fuck this and like we started like taking off and
0: (laughs) i was like i was
1: like this probably that'd probably be pretty fucking accurate but oh I, I don't i think i'm assuming i said it as well because she said that she told her sister she was like you need to you need to you know you need to say this name she's like say this fucking name say this name like she's like yelling at her to say the name because oh you know she knew what happen if she didn't stuff i i don't know if she ended up i don't remember if she ended up saying it or not but uh yeah she did and that she did my wife did dream about the teka teka and she she said kashima reiko so oh so like, it works basically hopefully i mean
0: well i mean if she's made it through the dream still alive works. yeah
1: and then she goes she goes you haven't cleansed the house i was like it's not the first of the month yet it's like literally like in two days and she's like my Ooh. she goes uh how does she fucking say it she's like my bo- she, she said something like my body knows or like my mind or my spiritual <laughs> she self she
0: can feel it her energy. yeah she knows it's almost yeah. time she goes oh my god my spiritual
1: self knows that it's almost time to cleanse again that's uh, awesome I'm like, all right well i'll do it in like a couple of days <laughs> that's um, nice. definitely before i go back to work but yeah yeah so that was uh it was i thought it was cool because like i said I mean, it sucks that she had the dream, right? Yeah. But the, she remembered it. And I was like, high five. And she's like, no fucking high five. She's like, <laughs> you need to cleanse the house. And I'm like, well, it's not time yet. It's not the first of the month. Oh and she my gosh. Like, and that's when she made the comment about her spiritual self, knowing that it was time already. Oh, and I was like, gosh. all right. Hmm. So, so yeah, I just – I wanted to talk a little bit or, you know, go over the photos really quick because um, I know I promised that. And, well, we haven't really recorded since we spoke with Martin. so. Um, yeah, so if you guys go to our Instagram, uh, and you and you look at those photos there, um, the very first photo that you see there is of a piano. Uh, he was he he talked to us about, and this is again this is at bellas Artes. It's one of the, it's a school that's out there in Matamoros. It's like a music art school. Uh, and it. Uh, it used to be a, a mental, like a, 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 an asylum. It used to be a ho- like a hospital. It was one of the first, or if not the first hospital in Matamoros. Um. So, yeah. So, this first room here, um, he said the, these used to be like the private rooms. Like, um, if you had money,
0: hmm.
1: uh, this is where you would like pay pay a peso, I believe he said, oh. one peso to stay. Hmm. And I was like, damn, that's nice. cheap. And I was like. Yeah. How much is that in today's kind of money? And he said, like about a thousand pesos. I was like, oh, oh. Shit. and that's a night. So he said that's roughly about what you would pay for a night in a private hospital today. Hmm. Um. So yeah, he said uh, he said that 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 these rooms were once um, were private rooms before, uh, and he said that sometimes they'll hear the pianos playing on their own and stuff in this room. Um. The next photo is actually. I thought I had taken a photo of the spot behind this, um, but I guess I didn't. Uh, Or maybe it got deleted because I distinctly remember taking the photo, but it's Mm -hmm. not in my gallery. But anyway, yeah. So, this photo where you see Martin, uh, if you guys, again, uh, if you listen to the episode where he talks about Bellas Artes, he talks, he did uh, a lot of these stories are in that episode. Uh, So, if you want to hear like the full on story, I would definitely recommend going back to that for, I think it's the second interview, like the second part of the first interview that we had with him. Uh, And in this doorway is where Don Juan saw the devil. Uh, Again, if you guys remember that story, uh, Don Juan like came upon one of the guys that was working there as well. And he was, he had fainted the spot, the picture that I had took or that I had taken was, uh, the spot where the man had fainted, where Don Juan saw him. And he, he, you know, he went to go look at the man and then he turns around into that doorway and he sees the devil standing there. Um, so yeah, that was, it was interesting. (laughs) Um, the next photo is a fountain that that's there in the school. Uh, I don't think he mentioned this in the podcast in the last interview. He may, or in the first interview he may have, um, but I don't think he did um but this fountain has there in that spot that's there in the corner on the bottom left corner a lot of people has it's said that they've seen la planchada which is that nurse that you Mm -hmm. know has worked there before or that used to work there uh that they've seen the planchada sitting there on the fountain um the next photo and it was crazy cuz then there was a building that was right next to that as well that i also took photos of but it was just it was just a building uh but on the second floor they say that that's where a lot of people have seen la Planchada and that there was a boy who who used to speak with her and uh but he didn't know that he, she was you know not living anymore
0: yeah
1: uh so it was it was interesting like he used to uh the, yeah like he used to talk to her and and tell people that you know who who he was talking to but he never realized it. I guess later on he figured it out, but it was up in that uh, second floor of that building, and it was crazy because when we first got to the building, like my immediate reaction was to look up, like on the second to the second floor of the windows, and then he started telling us, "Yeah, like on the second floor is the most paranormal activity." I was like, "Fuck, there's a uh, ghost right
0: there!" Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so the next photo uh, where you see those bars. That he said that that's where they used to keep the um, mentally ill patients. Mm. So, um, and like he had mentioned in that episode, uh, like these people weren't treated uh, for their illnesses. They were just sent there and put in a room or put in cells, basically. Wow. And uh, left there to their own devices i guess they were given meals and stuff but he said that the, like, sometimes they would get so packed that some of the people had to sleep standing up uh, and people would sometimes be found dead there yeah which was convenient because in the next photo if you see that door i didn't i thought i got it but on the top of that is like a little chimney Mm-hmm. uh he said that it's not used now but he said that that used to be the cre- the crematorium mm-hmm. i guess uh, where yeah. they used to cremate the the bodies. the bodies so like as they would carry these bodies into those rooms or into that room to burn them like it was next to those patients mm-hmm. who you know who were mentally ill so they would see these these bodies get or when a body would be you know would they would pass away and or they would die and and be there like they would literally just go into the the cells or whatever, pick up the body and just take it across the way to the, to that room and toss them in the, Jesus, in the chimney to be burned. Wow. Um, the next photo after that is, uh, I guess the morgue where, uh, that doctor, that hunchback doctor has been said to, uh, Oh yeah. Work and where he did his, uh, unspeakable acts with these <laughs> dead bodies. Uh, I had taken a picture of the bushes, but I was like, nah, it's just a picture of bushes. But the bushes that people see him coming out of were across the way. And they're literally like right there uh, next to the street. So if you're standing on the street and you're next to like the fe- like the metal rod fencing that's there, like you, the bushes are right there. But people have said that they've seen him like come out walking hunchback from those bushes going towards the morgue. Um, but yeah, so that's where he used to do his... His deeds. The next photo after that, it's like it looks kind of like stacks of hay or like just dirt and stuff like that. But there's like a like a, a brick base to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, if you <clears throat> if you remember the episode, or if you have, or you know, again, if you haven't listened to, it, definitely go check it out. He uh, Martin talked to us about a legend about of this treasure that's supposed that's supposedly buried underneath. Uh, bellas this that if you know i think three people have to dig it up but uh once you do dig it up only one person is going to live and you don't know which which one of the three people is going to live so it's kind of like you know you're risking it yeah but uh supposedly it's buried under under those bricks so if you wanted to go dig it up get a you know group of three people go to those bricks tear them up and dig until you until you find the treasure and well, two of you are gonna die only one of you will survive Jesus that
0: Christ. okay so don't go with you because i feel like you'd probably leave me behind
1: uh, me die. well i mean if i go i'd probably end up dying because that's just the kind of luck that i have oh no, my god um so this the next picture and i just said i didn't put it this other picture of bushes but i put a picture of these bushes um <laughs> But these bushes, uh, apparently uh, what was seen here was a little boy who kind of like he he was playing with a rainbow ball. And I feel like Martin also talked about this story, although when he was talking to me about it, or he goes, hey, do you remember this story that I told? And I was like, no, I don't. And then he said it and I was like, oh, I think I do. But apparently a little boy, like the ball rolls out from the bushes and and then he comes out of the bushes and the lady was like well you know what the hell is this little boy doing here so she's like hey you know you can't be here what do you what are you doing here and he goes i live here Mm -mm. and yeah Uh, and then he ended up like i guess disappearing so um yeah that those are the bushes where that little boy has been seen coming out from uh the next picture is of tree branches but if you remember the story of don juan uh who saw this um big um black red-eyed turkey uh it apparently it was up in those branches where he saw it and where it flew down and started to you know attack him hmm. and it was funny because at the time when we were ta- when martin was telling us the story um there was a security guard that was kind of like just poking his head out and just looking at us and watching us as we were talking about these things hmm. um as a matter of fact in the next picture <laughs> he was poking his head out not from the door the way that's there but the one that was across from it um, apparently he's experienced a lot of things as well. Uh, obviously he's been a security guard there for a while. And he said that he's like gone through a lot of, uh, coworkers and stuff. So yeah, I talked to him and I asked him, Hey, you know, I told him I have a podcast. Um, it is in English. So, uh, you know, would you ever be you know, interested in me coming, coming by and, uh, recording, you know, asking you questions and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, sure. He just wants to be kept, you know, anonymous, anonymous. and stuff. So, yeah. Cool. I mean, I already said that he's a security guard there. So, I guess maybe that's more than I should have said. But, you know, he he did give me his name. The good thing about him wanting to be anonymous is I already forgot his name. But that's just <laughs> the way I am. I forget names. Same. I do apologize. Horrible. I'll never forget your face.
0: Yeah, right. But
1: I will more than likely forget your name.
0: So much so I don't – I remember a face that I'll be like, that person looks like that other person that I'm – and I, like, combine faces. But, yeah, names. Names are – please don't be offended. Sorry.
1: Excuse me. So that last photo on that picture of that doorway that I was mentioning, again, if you guys remember the story where he talks about La Planchada going into an office or into, like, a reception area – and speaking with one of the secretaries there one of the ladies that that was working at the desk uh you know where she the lady was looking down at some i guess she was looking working on some papers or something like that and this lady was talking to her and telling her oh this has always been the directory um and she was like oh you know that you know she was having a conversation with la planchada not knowing that it was la, Plancha, la planchada looks down and sees like old old world like old school nursing shoes and then she starts looking up and she sees like this lady with this oh. like red, um, I guess, like hood or cape or whatever with mm-hmm. a bunch of crosses on it and stuff like that. And like the lady starts to leave. And so the lady yells out, Don Juan La Planchada. And so if you see that doorway that's there, that's the doorway that leads out to the street. And mind you, the, the end, this entrance is like in the middle of, of uh, the block. So if you go to your left, it's a long way to get to the corner if you go to the right it's a pretty good distance to get to the corner so like if you want to like if you go out that door and if you want to disappear to where nobody finds you 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 either need to run across the street into one of the buildings that's in front Mm -hmm. or you need to fucking book it and maybe you won't get seen but uh, according to how close the the, you know it seemed that because i believe he said that he kind of like he may have just seen her like exiting and just like caught like a little glimpse of her. And as soon as he got to the door and he looked both ways, she was nowhere to be found. So she mm-hmm. kind of just seemed to have disappeared into thin air. But, uh, yeah, it okay. was, uh, it was very interesting to like hear the stories and see, you know, what, uh, what, what's going on. This is, and this is where, uh, he did mention, I believe in the last interview that we had the second one. um, that he wants to do, or that he is going to do a tour in October, and it's going to be in oh, this, yeah. in this, at this location. Uh, I'm, a, I, I don't know if it's going to be a night or how that's going to go down, but he, he is doing a, a, um, a tour in, in October. So it would be. I don't know if I'll be able to go because of my schedule now, but, uh, yeah, Maybe. it'd be, it'd be yes. cool if he could. Yes. To go again be a hell just, of a lot
0: better yeah. if you did.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. That's the line. <sighs> Sorry, I would like to go.
1: All righty, so see, well, that was uh, I guess that was a little bit of stories of high strangeness for you. Uh, I didn't really have any experiences there, but you know, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit more of an insight since you guys weren't there with us. Um, I didn't really record. i i just kind of wanted to to hear the stories and i was trying to look at my nephews and nieces reaction to to the stories um but yeah it was it was interesting listening to the to the history and just it would have been cool to be able to go inside all the buildings but we weren't able to do that uh we did get to go inside this other other spot that used to be uh a surgical room like a surgical theater and um an obstetrics unit or something like that but uh he said that in that in that area that 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 used to be uh on top of that building is where don juan was standing when he saw like this procession go around the entire building of like people in cloaks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. which um i mean a lot of times like i feel like i might be i mean i may be wrong but uh I feel like a lot of times back in the day, uh, these hospitals, um, a lot of them were run by churches and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. it would make sense that, you know, they had priests there or some sort of, uh, religious figures there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah. And, and then the, the security guard also confirmed that like the police don't like to go there at night. Uh, they, you know, rather not, you know, be there. Still a lot of, a lot of crazy shit that, 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 martin told us during the during the the no 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 well during the podcast but during the tour that this man like i said he didn't follow us around he was in in his area like the cafeteria area the entire time and it wasn't until we were leaving that he came out and he started like mentioning a lot of the same shit that martin had had brought up Hmm. uh he was like mentioning the same spots and stuff like he told us the second floor of this building is like this and blah 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 and, and like he's everything he was saying was like stuff that martin had told us in the tour i was like holy shit like so then i mean there's some legitimacy to it because yeah i mean one thing is for martin to tell us and i mean i believe him i believe what he's telling me you know but for some completely random stranger to just come up and be like hey I, you know this this and this i've seen this or experienced this as well it's like holy shit like it just you know corroborates what martin had already mentioned to us So yeah. it's pretty cool
0: that's pretty cool and then he had his own experiences or whatever
1: yeah his mom had some experiences there as well there was also another building where uh again i didn't i didn't i did take pictures but i didn't put them up because facebook only allowed 10 mm-hmm. and i didn't want to like double post and like again some of it was just built like pictures of buildings so yeah you know until you actually heard the story behind it like you ju- it would just be like oh it's just a picture of a building or it's just a picture yeah, of a door yeah. or whatever you know so mm-hmm. hopefully you guys are listening and you're going back to the to the instagram post and you're looking at the pictures again and as i'm telling the story you're you're you know looking at the picture so
0: yeah yeah
1: all right well do you want to jump into these stories of high strangeness
0: i think so uh so a few people sorry i should start by saying this is by Hushaby hushabye secret all one together one word and it's called the house on harrison street Uh, it says growing up in the 90s i spent most of my time outside playing with the neighborhood kids i didn't live in the greatest neighborhood so i couldn't go out exploring but all of my neighbors had kids my age except one it was an old house with garbage across the yard and stuff piled up so high in the windows that you couldn't see inside the only noticeable objects were an old barbie camper and a teddy bear with a missing ear I knew there was someone that lived there because their ugly and I mean ugly red Chevy car would leave the driveway right at noon and wouldn't come back until about nine PM. One night it came back, and the next day there was a boy standing in the yard shouting and waving at me. I was playing it in an old dip. I don't know what that is.
1: I mean an old dip? Yeah, dip. That's what they said. DIP.
0: Yeah. I was playing in an old dip in my backyard where a tree had been cut down when, when I saw him. I remember being confused, but I was a kid and was excited to meet someone new that was my age. I found out his name was Brandon, and I would always invite him to play outside after school. My mom didn't question me about my new friends, so she let him come play in the backyard. I never saw him at school, and he said his grandma taught him from their house. I didn't want to play with the other neighborhood kids as much as I wanted to play with Brandon so the two of us formed our own little group and we played in the dip in my backyard nobody really questioned it until i told my mom that i wanted to have school at my house like brandon she finally asked me where i met brandon and i told her that he lived in a dirty house on harrison i remember the look on my mom's face being confused and concerned at first but then she laughed then she laughed in my face and told me i was being ridiculous Brandon was my imaginary friend because, right? (laughs) Seriously. Brandon was my... (laughs) You're
1: being ridiculous.
0: Seriously. Brandon was my imaginary friend because nobody had lived in that house since the 70s. I got mad at her and said that I would prove that Brendan was real and that he would be outside the next day. But he never showed up. I waited for him every day, but I never saw him again. Eventually, we moved across town into an apartment and made new friends and forgot about Brandon. But a few years ago, I felt nostalgic and decided to go for a drive through my old neighborhood. Not much had changed, and seeing the old neighborhood made me happy and brought back a lot of fun memories until I passed the old house. It was obviously abandoned, but after all these years, the old Barbie camper and the teddy bear with the missing ear was still in the window. I saw that and laughed at how I'd stuck to the idea that my imaginary friend was real until I saw my ball. An old ball with my name written on it in big black ink was clearly visible from the window. The rainbow colors made it stick out like a sore thumb. I'd lost the ball around the time that I'd first met Brandon. Maybe one of the other kids had stolen it years ago and had hidden it away, and I was just now noticing it. Maybe Brandon was a figment of my overactive childhood imagination. Or maybe there was someone watching me back then, and I was too innocent to see anything else other than a new friend. Thinking about it now, it does creep me out. But more than anything, I wish I had answers. If he really was real, if he was another kid playing a prank, or if he was a lost spirit. And it bothers me that I'll never have the answers, but I'll always have the memories. As creepy as the memories are, they do make me happy and pique my curiosity.
1: That's crazy.
0: That's creepy. That is I creepy. mean, it's creepy and... Lots of different ways because it's like, okay, paranormal, yeah, you're playing with, like, a creepy ghost kid. But, like, true Mm -hmm. crime is this kid being, like, held, not hostage, right, but, like, captive, I guess, right, in this old abandoned house and being deprived of, like, human interaction and, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. It could be creepy and, like, fucked up either way. But...
1: I feel like that would be like an M night Shyamalan movie or like this kid believes he's playing with this kid. Right. And then, uh, like it does turn out to be a ghost, but then later, like they go in and they like search the house and they do find this, like this little kid locked up in the basement or some shit.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that would, that'd be terrifying.
1: It'd be crazy. It'd be kind of cool. I mean, (laughs) <laughs> for a movie for a, movie for a
0: movie for a movie for it to be made up for for sure
1: if you guys write the movie um i, I need credits oh yes yes all righty so my story is it seems kind of cliche but it was i feel like it was kind of an interesting story uh it's from nsfw reddit alien Ten Ten so not safe for work alien but this this is a safe for work story don't worry the title is i watched a ghost lady slash bride pacing around desperately in my room when i was about five i'm not going to say the last bit of the title because then it's going to give away the away. yeah okay. so it's she goes hello everyone or he i don't know hello everyone i sort of can't believe that this is the first time that i'm properly opening up about this experience or that i've finally posted something on reddit about it although i've been a redditor for over 10 years damn reddit's that old okay let me preface this just by saying that no it didn't feel like a dream i was absolutely tired the morning after and i also remember feeling completely emotionally exhausted and drained from this experience Again, I was at the t- I was at the time. Oh, sorry. Again, I was five at the time, and we were visiting the house of some distant family of my mom's boyfriend at the time. I don't remember anything from the day we've spent there. However, that night stayed with me, etched in memory until now. They prepared a room for myself to sleep in, so I was completely al- alone all night. Now, to the events of what of the, now to the events of what happened during the time I was supposed to be asleep. I remember struggling to fall asleep and feeling a little bit uncomfortable and scared that I was alone in a house slash room I've never been to before. Then I started sweating and feeling even more uncomfortable. All of a sudden, I've I've noticed a woman standing across my bed. Mind you, she wasn't looking at me, nor has she been mindful of the fact that I'm there the rest of the night. I faintly remember that I didn't really fear her or that she would hurt me. She was just completely distressed, panicking and sobbing at the same time. I think that I felt her emotions and all of this was kind of seeping into me. I'm still a highly sensitive person or an empath, if you will, even now. She never said anything, only making, dis- making distressed sounds, sobbing and moaning. But I instinctively knew from her emotions, which I was feeling too, that she was looking for a ring. She was dressed in all white, almost a wedding gown. I was terrified and sweating, and the night felt as if it would never end. It's one of those feelings of dread and not being able to escape, so minutes felt like hours. I even remember hiding behind the blanket, but when I looked up, she was still there. That's basically all. (laughs) I think she just disappeared when I noticed that the dawn's first light was coming through the the window blinds and feeling absolutely drained. I just want to hear someone's thoughts. It's over something that has been unanswered for over 20 years. And I'm completely aware it could have been just a child's dream and imagination going wild. However, it feels—it felt so real. Her pain and desperation. I can't erase from my body and, and memory how it made me feel and still feel it to my core. So and So the other part of the title was she was looking for a ring. But I literally do not remember reading that. That's so weird. Uh, but yeah, apparently she was looking for her wedding ring. She was panicked, and then she did. She did say, "I didn't want to edit the post, but as uh, soon as I finished writing and posting this, I'm sweating and shaking like a leaf right now. All of my hairs are standing up, and I can't breathe normally. I'm fine though. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you're fine,
0: right? I am struggling to process anything right now at this point too. I'm just tired. If you can't hear it in my voice mm-hmm. or see it on my face. Uh, oh, actually, since we're talking about that, I'm curious about if anyone else has been struggling, I mean, I know everyone struggles with insomnia. Like I, I, I know that I struggle with insomnia and I have like these like cycles or like these bouts of insomnia where it gets a little worse. And like sometimes where I sleep perfectly fine. And it, when I do have insomnia, like I'm able to manage it. But last week was the worst that it has ever been in my life. And it was three days in a row pretty much of like two hours of sleep every day. So I got like six or seven hours of sleep over three days. And I feel like that I even like got sent home and my bosses were like, go sleep. (laughs) And it wasn't until the following day that I, or I guess it was that day that I, I think I just finally crashed because I was so exhausted. But apparently I'm hearing that a lot of people are struggling with more severe insomnia like if you've always had it like it's worse than it has been also mm-hmm. like these last couple of weeks and I'm like I wonder if any of our listeners have been struggling with their insomnia as well and again more so cuz I have it and I know that I have it sometimes but like this was just an insane and and it's still kind of there but not not nearly as bad so I wonder reach out if you've been struggling a little more severely um someone's like i think it's an energy shift i'm like i I don't really know but the fact that a lot of people are struggling with it right now is interesting yeah i I
1: can't say that i am i don't know if i ever i think there was only one time like maybe in high school might have or it might have been college i I haven't really had anything like that again where i've just not been able to go to sleep Um, but then again i have been working night shifts for like 13, 13 years already, so.
0: Um, your your whole life is fucking insomnia, brother. Yeah. <laughs> the way you sleep. Uh, so, this one's by M- Maria underscore Princesa. Uh, and it is titled Brujeria in My Family Home. It says So, I'm 21, I'm a 21 year old female. I no longer live in my family home, but I do live about 30 minutes away. This story goes back a couple of years. We live in the U.S., but my family comes from Mexico. My family is very, very spiritual. We attended Catholic services every Sunday, and spirituality was very important in my family. I don't go to church anymore, though. I feel like I should start again. I remember this happened shortly after I graduated high school. My grandfather died a tragic death a number of years ago, and when my father and brother were going through an old storage locker, they found a box of his things. Most of it was just close personal stuff for him, such as a certificate they gave him when he got a citizenship, a picture of him and my grandmother, stuff like that. One of the things, though, that was found was a pendant of sorts. I think that's the right word, at least. It was purple with some gold pieces. Not sure how to describe it. It's nothing I would ever wear personally, and honestly, it didn't look like anything out of the ordinary. My dad took a few of the things, including the pendant, and made a frame memorial plaque for my grandmother to hang at our house. My grandmother lived with us at the time, and she hung it on the wall next to some of the other pictures. Over the next few weeks, we had started experiencing some strange things. I remember coming home from the mass one morning and finding a glass shattered on the middle of the table, a flower pot with completely dead flowers in it, and our dogs refused to go into into this one room. Uh, It got a little scarier when we would hear things being knocked over in the middle of the night. Things like kitchen chairs or our dishes from the sink. And at one point, a lamp was found knocked over on the floor. My mother and grandmother claimed to have lit a candle for a vigil to hopefully stop the activity. And both claimed that the candle would not stay lit for more than a couple of seconds. Fuck that. My siblings and I are scared to stay in the house alone. My father worked all day and there would be periods where we had to be alone for a couple of hours. We would always go get the same we would always get the same feeling of being watched. Even though I was an adult at the time, one of the scariest experiences of my life came when I was woken up in the middle of the night to my mother and grandmother telling me to come into the living room. I was half asleep and half dressed. I remember having to sit there with my mother, father, grandmother, and siblings all on our knees. Sorry, did I say grandfather or just father? I don't know. If I said grandfather, I meant father and then grandmother, because the grandfathers passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, And siblings all on our knees and holding our hands, saying the our father in Spanish. Ugh. Do not wake me up like that ever.
1: Fuck Padre that. nuestro que estás en el cielo santificado sea tu nombre.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> um. We did this for almost an hour. As we were about to end, I could hear a whisper, though it didn't sound like it came from the same room, and it said, Déjame en paz. Leave me alone. I remember when I came back home one day, I noticed the pendant was removed from the plaque. I had many questions, but both my grandmother and my mother refused to answer them. I don't know what they saw that night, and I don't know what I heard. I just know that we never had any issues after the pendant was removed. However, my grandmother passed away last year and told a family secret about my grandfather having been given the pendant from his brother, who was also suspected to have had something to do with his death. I don't know exactly how these events can combine to equal an explanation of what happened, but I don't feel like it's a coincidence. And, like, some people are like, oh, sounds like the pendant was possessed. And... Mexican brujería is something else, man. I have so many stories surrounding brujas and luchusas. Stay safe. <laughs> uh, see, thanks for sharing. Things like this happen more than people realize, and I've heard and seen similar stories. Uh, for my own part, I once made the mistake of ghost hunting, not realizing it was opening portals to dark forces and similar strange, scary events happened for a month before I began to pray. People need to be very careful, spiritual and supernatural forces. These things are all too real and prayers and closings, closing any strongholds uh, of the enemy help eliminate and close off such paranormal activity. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I who Who are we talking to that, was saying that like, uh, essentially, like the like the Mexican culture, like the spirituality and like they they believe more in like the paranormal than maybe some other cultures. Like every culture has their beliefs and spirits mm-hmm. and you know the afterlife and stuff. But do you remember?
1: No, it was recent though, wasn't it? I, I feel, feel like, it was, like it was.
0: Okay, so if you remember it, then it was on the podcast that we that we were talking to somebody. Was it Joseph? Was it Joseph? No.
1: I don't think it was Marnie.
0: I don't know, but I feel like yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I definitely think that, uh, especially with like brujeria and stuff like that, is a little. Again, I know every single culture has has their version or beliefs and stuff like that, but yeah, the only the only. Th- downside i feel like to i guess like our mexican culture in that is that everything is evil and everything is the devil and you're going to hell regardless you know what i mean like it it can't just be a good spirituality it's like oh spirituality that's the devil (laughs) going to hell
1: yeah i don't know and again i just feel like it has so much to do with the how how much of the catholic faith has to do with like in the in the culture you know what i mean
0: yeah for sure because um, because
1: like your next story is 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 the lechuza right
0: yeah i i it's, i don't know like it kept there's there's a few that caught my eye but i'm feeling a little not nostalgic witchy tonight. well not witchy <laughs> but like embracing my heritage and i kind of i don't know i just felt like oh, that was bring in some like brujería lechusa story so my next one is a yeah. lechusa story but um i'll let you take this next one
1: yeah no no the only reason i bring that up is because i was going to bring something up that happened but I'll, I'll bring it up when you bring up the Lechusa because it has to do with the Lechusa. so okay yeah um so this one is called well this one is again it's from reddit by uh deanna21 and the title is The Haunted Hill House, Mineral Wells, Texas. And where? Mineral Wells, Texas. Oh. No idea where that's at. Yeah. I've stayed at this place twice so far. Once last summer and again just last night. When I stayed last summer, we had an extremely intense night. Last night, it wasn't as intense but still got some good stuff. Last summer, me, my mom, my friend, my grandmother, or my grandma, a, a paranormal investigator... I think That's... grandmother and a paranormal investigator. I don't think the grandmother was the paranormal investigator. Oh, I could...
0: man. What? I was like, damn, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's mom? Whose mom investigated Monty. with him? Monty. There you go. Monty's mom investigates <laughs> with him. Yeah.
1: So, for my birthday last year, my grandma brought me to, to stay at the Hill House for a night. I truly went into this pretty much a skeptic. I'd been to the old Nazareth Hospital in Mineral Wells and a few other haunted locations and had never experienced any sort of paranormal activities other than the random EVP reading or spirit box ramble. The owners of the house started off at our night, started off our night with a tour of the house while sitting in one room along with the owner, my mom, my grandma, and my friend. The owner is telling us about some of the history of the house and some of the random things in the room. And directly in my left ear, I wasn't near a wall or anything else or anything close enough to my ear to have sounded as close as it did. As clear as day, I heard Kathy spoken into my ear. Everyone in the room turned to look and everyone agreed on what it had said. The owner. Yeah, her name is Katherine, Lol informed us that this was their resident demon toby an embodiment of of the sin of lust well i don't know why it's a demon named toby yeah (laughs) toby mcguire
0: i know i actually just saw spider-man the other day it's great i
1: want to watch it again Later in the night around 2 a.m. the owners had left us alone in the house and my party and the paranormal investigator were upstairs so yeah see the grandma's not the paranormal investigator
0: damn it bummer I
1: was sitting on the floor reading to some of the kids who were speaking back to me through the spirit box I was like what there's kids there too which had been on the whole, which had been on the whole night all of a sudden without any of us moving the spirit box went silent all of a sudden a low voice started speaking through the spirit box go downstairs take a break go away basically a whole bunch of things to try and get us out of the room because showing the spirits that we were afraid would just make things worse the paranormal investigator said we're not going away until you tell us who you are and because i don't believe that you're evil out of thin air a loud whispery voice shadow man my friend and I booked it downstairs into the kitchen and the rest of our party followed. Shadow Man is a spirit that the owners do not allow in the house and is supposed to stay outside because he likes to harm people and to grope women. I guess Toby. Hmm. So the fact that he was supposedly in the house with us was very alarming. Also, when we were when we were all settled downstairs, the paranormal investigator checked his phone and the owner who had been watching on the AVP readers had been texting him telling him to get downstairs and that the AVP was picking up a voice saying Satan is in the walls. Oh, dude, that just gave me chills.
0: <laughs> you read it yourself.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But no, just thinking yeah. about it, like,
0: no, yeah.
1: imagine like you get like that you get a text from the owners because they're like picking up a voice and hearing Satan is in the walls repeatedly.
0: Yeah, fuck that.
1: That's fucking crazy, dude my random encounters happened that night but those are my two big ones last night me and my mom my dad my grandma and my friends and the same paranormal investigator going into the house with four dudes we knew there were there would be less activity as most of the spirits are children who prefer motherly figures or sexists who like messing with girls but we still got a good a couple good encounters so i really wish we could um i really wish we could post videos on this sub because i could i got a really good recording of toby's voice last night Mm -hmm. our paranormal investigator was sat halfway up the stairs my mom was sat a quarter way up the stairs my grandma was standing at the base of the stairs i was sitting on a chair next next to the stairs um all my friends were in another room and my dad was in the kitchen this happened happened around 1 a.m the parent why the fuck would you do this dude especially since you know he's supposedly a demon. The paranormal yeah. investigator was taunting Toby, trying to yeah. get a rise out of him and get him to speak to us. From upstairs we could hear his voice. Yes. No. I don't like that. Very faint. Mm-hmm. But very faint, but there. At this point we were 5 hours into the night with close to with close to I guess no activity they meant. So I was about ready to call it a night and hit the hay. The paranormal investigator all of a sudden said he felt a rush of energy move through him and I pretty much just thought, yeah, right, you're just trying to make us scared when an EVP reader on the stairs went off. Okay. Doesn't make sense, but okay. (laughs) I perked up a little bit and started listening more attentively. The paranormal investigator asked, Toby, did you just come down the stairs? And as soon as he finished speaking, we heard, Dixie right in my right in between my mom and grandma my grandma's name is naturally dixie Dixie. she and my mom screamed and ran i busted out laughing excited that something finally happened a few more random things happened last night but thumbs but my thumbs hurt right now so thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) i guess they were on the phone cool story the spirits are real still classify as paranormal for sure faux show (laughs) faux (laughs) show yeah yeah so i huh?
0: i don't know i find that interesting that they heard that many like yes no like mm-hmm. uh, voices you know you i mean see- i would
1: have liked the to see the video that she said that she had it's just a shame i guess i guess i understand why paranormal sites don't want people posting just a bunch of fucking videos because then you get like a bunch of videos that are just fucking Spider nonsense. Webs,
0: dust orbs, like, things like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I get it, but then you miss out on those, like, gems that are possibly legitimate Could things, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be able to say, like, now that's bullshit than, like, well, I wonder if it was or not, you know? Yeah. Well, I have a Latrusa story.
1: Let's from- do it.
0: Sneck sand shit. In Mexican folklore, an archetypical witch is the lechusa or owl witch. It is said a lechusa makes a pact with Satan and other evil spirits in order to gain this ability. They are often portrayed as older women, and it is said he removed their legs and hid them while they are in their owl form. I don't think I've ever heard that part of it. But, Me either. Yeah. As a child, Take your word for it. Right? <laughs> Take your word for it, snakes and shit. Uh, as a child, I was told legends by my maternal grandmother who swore encounters with witches. Luckily, I wouldn't have any encounters until my adulthood, two years ago. I was in Mexico in my dad's hometown, a small town maybe 9,000 uh, or so. Our house in Mexico is a fair bit away from the main town at the very end of a very long dirt road. To the left of the road is a small, tradition, is small traditional houses, and to my right is a deep gully slash trench, which was once a river, and on the other side of the gully is woods. It was around the time of the town's festival, which is an excuse for adults to get drunk in the town's plaza while the kids played at the fair. I opted on leaving early as I was tired and didn't like drinking. I hitched a ride with someone from town who lived at the beginning of the dirt road, which meant I'd have to walk about a mile. Fuck Fuck that. I'd be like, do you just drive me down one more mile? I will give you a dollar. Like, fuck. Anyway. And it says in parentheses, close enough. Ten minutes into my walk, I heard what sounded like birds and assumed the birds nearby in the trees were settling down for the night. I looked at the trees and about 10 feet up, I saw a pair of eyes, bright orange, staring me down. I was unnerved, but pushed on and ignored it. I heard more rustling and looked back, noticing the eyes had gone, which led me to believe that the bird had flown away. When suddenly (laughs) I heard a voice from the bottom of the gully. Hey, sir, come here. I decided to ignore it, but it kept on pestering me until I snapped and walked towards the gully. See, this is where you fucked up. To tell this woman to leave me alone. I started telling her... (laughs) Dude, oh my god, that's so This is how you die. (laughs) Apparently he didn't die, though, because they wrote this, but still. I started telling her that I was in a rush to get home when I noticed something weird. She was dressed in... The... T-A-R-A-U-H-M-A-R-A. Mm-hmm. In parentheses, it's a native attire, which meant she had a long skirt, but it wasn't all the way down. This woman's ankles were missing, and she had appeared to be floating. She looked at me with, other, with utter hatred in her eyes. I realized she knew that her secret was out, and I bolted for the house, hearing... Uh, as large flap a large flapping sound followed me, I looked back and flying behind me was a huge owl with bright orange eyes. I ran into the house, but I only had a few seconds of peace before something was banging on the door and screeching inhumanely. I panicked and remembered my grandmother telling me prayer was the best defense against the witch, which is certainly. Starting... <laughs> I was thinking of that owl video where they like it's in church and oh, yeah, it's, like, it's like jamming out while they're singing, like trying to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good uh, video. That's a good video. Oh, you got to find that and repost it for this. Um, Jinx give me a coke. <laughs> uh let's see. So, okay. I started I I <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't un- like see it. Um I panicked and remembered my grandmother telling me prayer was the best defense against the witch, which I started doing. And it seemingly seemingly worked as the screeching screaming stopped. I did, decided to place salt in the doorways, which, when something broke the kitchen window above the sink, attempting to come through the window, was that same owl, but this time it was gargling, ugh, vaguely human words. In a panic, I took the salt I was using. Yeah, I better fucking throw it at her. I took the salt I was using on the doorways and threw it at her. <laughs> Immediately, it backed away from the window and perched itself on the fence, staring daggers into the window. I sat on the couch on the edge all night and eventually passed out. The next morning, I woke up holding, hoping it was all a horrible dream, but upon entering the kitchen, saw the glass from the broken window, and then I stepped foot outside and I saw lar- large scratches on the front door. I walked over the fence where the owl was perched, and on the fence and on the floor surrounding it was blood. Unnerved, I started sweeping the glass out of the front door, and that's when I saw her, an older native woman across the gully, among the trees, staring at me. Her face was covered with small cuts, as if she had been assaulted by tiny shards of glass. I knew this was her, and I stared her back down until eventually she retreated into the trees, and I never saw her again, thankfully. Every time I go back I still place salt on the doorways and pray as soon as I enter the house. Often in that house Fuck okay it's dust I'm sorry. That scared the shit out of me. Okay. Often in that house I feel watched and other people who s- who stay report voices outside and uh knocking on the roof. I know she sits in the trees waiting until she can attack me again. Uh, man, that one scared me and I already knew what was going to happen. Yeah, that's crazy,
1: <laughs> dude. Oh, uh, And then I'm looking outside my window and I just imagine like a fucking...
0: Lechusa the right eyes. there.
1: Oh, staring at me.
0: No, something. just now there at the end because I, I was like focusing on my phone and out of like the peripheral. I just see basically what you had said, how you, you said with the Palo Santo yeah. something like floating up except it was like floating across and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I couldn't focus on like what it was then i finally yeah, saw you little... did
1: go kind of cross-eyed a little bit yeah
0: because i was trying to, it was like right in front of me <laughs> but yeah i'm sure i looked like an idiot but it was just dust it's fine that obviously that story just kind of riled me up a little bit yeah and, um yeah man, i hope knock on wood never to run into i think that's the thing that scares me the most is lechuza like as like, far as just
1: the birds or like if it was an actual no
0: if it was like an like these these Lachusa stories of. Which is because mm-hmm. even when we we're talking to Joseph and he's like, oh, you need to get on TikTok and, and watch all those like Mexican. Dude, I had
1: some. I saw one. I think it was a Colombia. Was it in Colombia or in Brazil? I don't remember. But supposedly they were. They found a witch in a cemetery or something like that. And they had to bring a priest. And like she was like, you know how we used to. Um, when we. Like when we used to bow in taekwondo, but like when we used to do the deep, like when we'd be on our knees and we were oh, yeah. like, "Well, like she was like that, but she was like reached out like that, but with her uh, head down." Want you and she to had tell long me this, hair. Dude. Okay.
0: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm like freaking out a little bit. I'm like I'm imagining some not so great things happening. That one. I don't know why that one scared me so bad. It also yeah. sounds kind of ridiculous, but it kind of.
1: It it looked kind of ridiculous, but um, I meant the story still- that I said, oh. but yeah well i mean this tiktok look i mean i don't know man because some of these tiktoks are they they seem set up dude like they just seem yeah. set up but mm-hmm. fuck i don't know you know yeah right um, yeah. but yeah so the what i wanted to, it was funny because remember how i told you this one time uh that my brother-in-law and i were I think it was cold and he had like, we were, had a little, little bit of a fire and stuff like that. And we turned to the left and then there was like a oh, lechusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alf- okay. So In the then, barn,
0: yeah.
1: No, no, it was like this building, but it was like on the second the floor. Window? Yeah, it came out of a window. Oh, it's not uh-huh. a barn. Okay. Yeah. But
0: we were talking about barn owls or what yeah. you would call a And then there's another word for them. Um,
1: like a different a type of owl? Like, oh. yeah, the bull. Okay. The bulls have like the little. Ears, like yeah, horns. horns not yeah.
0: Sorry, what Cuernos, am I trying to say? Guernos yeah. <laughs> yeah. is a screw, screw, yeah. Uh, um, that's embarrassing.
1: Oh, no, you're good. Um, but then it was funny because, um, we were, it was a couple, it was a couple weeks ago when it was like it'd been kind of raining a lot down here, uh and i think it was like at the beginning of the month or maybe mid-month anyway we were sitting there and we kind of heard something scratch on the roof of my like mother-in-law like where they have uh, like a little carport type thing
0: mm-hmm. and like
1: something i think flew away and i don't know if it was valeria or um my mother-in-law that was like uh something about you don't know, want a lechuza or she said something about a lechuza and then my mother-in-law was like uh they're just birds, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then me and Valeria, just to, like, you know, joke around with her, we were, like, we are saying, no, that, that, you know, they're, yeah. they're witches and this and that. Oh um, but it was funny because I think, I don't know if my niece wasn't there or why she wasn't there. But any, I think we ended up saying that it was her or something, like, just joking around because um, the previous days that it had been raining, she had supposedly danced the the day before Mm -hmm. so like i think it rained really bad on sunday and uh her sister my other niece was like oh yeah it's because you know because she was dancing and she danced she said like she danced like four times and i think it ended up raining four times that day Mm. like it rained in the morning and then it stopped and then it rained later on and it stopped and then it rained a little bit later and it stopped and then that night it rained more and then the following day monday um I think it's when we went or we did, I don't remember, but um, I think she ended up dancing that morning or something. And then Mm. I think on Tuesday, it ended up raining or Mm. some shit like that. But like, we were just joking around about how it was her because, you know, she was dancing and she was making it rain that she just had it in her blood and this and that blah, 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 but it was, yeah. (laughs)
0: That's funny.
1: But yeah, so I mean, that no, but it, it just goes back to, you know, what you're saying about, you know, uh, and I get it. Like people, you know, because people do dumb shit too, and they think like all the chooses are witches or they're all bad, so they want to kill all of them and this and that. So, like, I get what I get where people are coming from, but you know, it's just lore, superstition, stuff like that, you know, and like you said, everything in, in, the mexican culture if it's not the church then it's evil mm-hmm. yeah you know,
0: so. i mean don't get me wrong a fucking orange-eyed owl coming at you trying to like that's you, that's the devil fine yeah <laughs> but, but not every owl i mean that's just it's they're fucking owls owls exist isn't this it's like black cats being evil
1: it's Yeah.
0: bullshit those are so, like honestly i've never met a black cat that wasn't an affectionate little creature including my little black cat so facts yep
1: mine's kind of crazy but yeah
0: but she's not all black
1: true all right all right guys well those were our stories of eye strangeness for this uh this month i hope you enjoyed
0: them we should probably say too like sorry for not I mean, I know Eric, you you posted that video to to Instagram, you know, apologize apologize for not being able to put it on an episode last week, but I yeah, between scheduling and then everything, it was just chaos. So, yeah. Everyone's understanding. No one's ever complained. We are still yeah. real people who have actual jobs and lives and this is something that we do for fun. Um so
1: we try we try to be consistent i know like michelle said we've been lately have been like inconsistent with with the time that we post we didn't put po- we haven't posted at midnight or like the the last episode i don't believe we posted in my midnight and then we missed last week and uh unfortunately it may happen again where this episode may not post exactly at midnight but it's just like michelle was saying our my especially my schedule um unfortunately i'm not you know I don't have the same schedule that I do anymore, so it's a little bit more difficult now, I believe, to try and, uh, you know, coordinate everything. Uh,
0: Even more so when there's a guest, because now it's not just me and Eric. It's a third-person schedule we have to add into the mix.
1: Yeah, and and again, you know, before it was a little bit easier because I, I was I only worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but now I'm working Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so... Those are like the best days to record with people. And now I ha- like it would literally have to be in the morning, you know, because that's when I get off and I can record before I go to sleep. So uh,
0: and then I have markets in the morning on the weekend. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so actually, now that we're saying that, I-, I feel like we should maybe set an expectation until we can get our shit together as far as scheduling mm-hmm. that. There may be some weeks where it is Eric and I only vers- when we should be having a guest, you know? I mean, if we can't make it happen, guys, we can't make it happen as much as we want to. So we would rather, you know, give you at least us talking about some creepy paranormal shit than nothing at all. Um, mm-hmm. But also, we don't want to give you trash either. So I hope that you We're guys not can... Saying-
1: yeah we're not saying that this is going to stop or anything like that uh it's just
0: a little bump in the road
1: uh, yeah it's going to be a little bumpy for hopefully not too too long hopefully we can adjust fairly quickly here but um like i said like michelle said this this isn't um
0: forever this is yeah it's not a forever
1: thing but it's this is this is our like secondary kind of this is a a hobby basically this is something we do for fun it's it's not something that we get paid for. It's, it's not, or anything like that. We do have jobs that, you know, you know, so, and then we have significant others too that we have to, you know, make time for. So, yeah. Um, so we do apologize. Uh, we do want to thank you for this, this month, you know, despite the fact that we missed last week and, and, you know, what, what, we've had a really good month. Thanks to you month. Thanks to you guys. Um, so we we do greatly appreciate you and we don't want to like fall off you know (laughs) but Mm -hmm. uh we do want to let you know that uh it may be a little bit bumpy and maybe not upload exactly at midnight or maybe even maybe a day late or like michelle said it might just be us
0: i was gonna say this one might be coming out wednesday evening Evening. Versus like
1: like yeah like the martins like the the last episode also came out wednesday night i believe so this this one that it may that it might even be our new thing until like i said we can or maybe not like i said we're we're trying to figure it out we're trying to get things back on track for you guys because uh i know i'm a creature of habit so like i like for everything to be you know the same all the time but um definitely been some kinks in the road and we're just trying to iron everything out and make sure that everything gets back to smooth or gets back to normal and and is smooth and everything so bear with us for a little bit guys um again we really appreciate appreciate you guys listening uh and again this isn't a for everything it's just a it's a temporary temporary thing
0: i feel like maybe we should also I mean, we'll keep giving this heads up, but like last year we took, was it December off? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I feel like we should probably kind of give you all a heads up that that, that might happen again because the holidays get completely and utterly chaotic, Um, even more so. So if that happens again, we did it last year. It might just year. be like
1: our, our winter break, like a yeah. little hiatus. Arrest. I mean but uh hopefully
0: you guys made it to the end and you're actually hearing this (laughs) but (laughs) hopefully
1: yeah uh yeah all right guys well if you want to uh if you guys would like to contact us go check out our website at webelievedyou.com on the website there's a tab where you can find all our social medias uh so make sure you go like follow and share on facebook instagram and twitter there's also a listen tab where you can listen to the podcast directly on our website or click any uh, click the, any link to your favorite podcast listening sites, such as Spotify and Apple. You can also give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, which helps us move up the ranks so more people can find us. And leave a review as well. Leave a review as well, and we'll read it on the show. If you want any of our merch, feel free to check out our merch tab, where you can find a variety of designs on T-shirts, hoodies, caps that were all designed by Michelle herself. There's also a donate button if you really want to help us out. And finally, if you want to reach us, besides DMing us on social media, you can click on the contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed. We can keep you anonymous and only share the information that you want to share. You can also send in your stories for our stories of high strangeness. And if you send them in in Spanish, we can translate them for you as well. So don't be shy, guys. Share your stories with us because we believe.
0: Do you? you?